Hello and welcome back to Half Damage. Do you want a shot of adrenaline right to the feel center? Well, this is what happened previously. It's kind of disconcerting how quiet the winery is, considering everything that just transpired. Fang's just gonna dump the gem out of her bag onto the floor. What did you do to it? Well, that doesn't sound good. Can I inspect the gem? You can see the green kind of flickering. I'm going to take a wild guess and say that they are going to be coming after the thing that you stole from them. We need to fight now. Is anyone else in? If you guys are in, I'm in. I'll do whatever you guys want, but I'd, I'd rather sit out. You look at the edges of the forest where the ravens have gathered as you see a good lot of druids, good lot of berserkers, and a couple of your old friends, the blights. You see Steph get grabbed before it cracks her neck against the ground. I'm gonna use healing word on Steph. You see as one of the berserkers slices down into Dag's shoulder and takes an artery and like takes him to his knees uh, and he falls to the ground. Can I like run 25 feet to do a cure wounds? I'm going to pour water on the berserker by Dag. This thing gets burned alive. You did your first murder, darling. I'm going to use Scorching Ray. Pancho, I need you to uh, explain in detail how you murder Kevin James. <laughs> I think Sari's going to do Firebolt, and I want it to be in the direction of the forest. The forest around starts to catch on fire. You see a good number of ravens on the wind, and you see as a bunch of druids scarper off into the forest. One of them strikes out at Davian, and same as his daughter before him, cracks his neck on the ground. I don't think Davian's getting up, friends. You arrive at the tower, disheveled and beaten down, forced to flee back to a place of at least relative safety, where you left four people and with no way of knowing how many remain. And then this is the part where I say that you have to dance your way into the building, but in like a really somber way. (laughs) And the four heroes did boogie their way into Darth Tower. Reminding everyone of the fact that you literally can't get into this building without dancing. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And we all know that I do it great, so. Sorry, obviously, not traumatized does the cha-cha slide. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A little sad, but still does it. Woof. Inside, you see that there's some order that's brought to the chaos. The boxes that littered the place are tucked away or fashioned into tables and seats around the four golems in the center. Around a makeshift table, studying a map, you see the dark-haired Esmeralda leaning back, Rictavia against the table with her still unfamiliar short white hair and lanky limbs, and last, you see Irina as she jumps up from the table, coming bounding over to greet you guys. Oh, hello! (laughs) It's, it's, it's been a hot minute, huh? I mean, I kind of, like, like she stretches out her little arms and does the gimme, gimme, gimme hands for a hug. No. Uh, sorry, doesn't like not giving people hugs, so she also, like, outstretches her arms, almost like a toddler, in that she wants to be picked up in this hug. Oh, <laughs> if you think that for a second that Irina won't pick you up and give you a spin-round hug, you are so wildly incorrect. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I almost did it out of character, but I think she, uh, I think she starts crying. <laughs> At this, all of the people in the room just kind of pause and 
really take a look at you and see everyone's not doing so great right now. It's Rictavia that breaks the silence and goes, So I'm to assume it did not go wonderfully? No. Um, uh, Fang's just going to stare her down and, like, spit out a tooth. <laughs> oh, no. Just got one on reserve. Just out. Yeah, just been holding on to that one for a dramatic <laughs> moment. I think it's fair to say that it... That no? <laughs> I think that there's a little silence before Rictavia starts speaking and is like, so what exactly? And then you just hear a voice go, Oh, Lord, is it the first, first floor, the ground floor? The Ground, ground floor, ground floor, Gra- ground, ground floor, please. Uh, and you see as the the golems in the center of the room start moving and lowering down the the chained platform that is in the the center of this tower. Uh, and slowly but surely, you see as lowered down on it is Mark carrying a large cooked fish on a long slab of stone. And he sees you all and goes, "Oh, I did not make enough for everyone." <laughs> uh, <sighs> I'm so glad you're still here. Yeah, I'm going to need, like, one of those fish to myself to stay, please. <laughs> like, as Martin looks at the fish and then looks around the room and does a very good fish impression by, like, opening and closing his mouth a couple of times and then goes, Serves up for Fang! <laughs> Just, like, puts it down at a place on the table for you. I think Fang starts eating it like a like an overzealous anime character, just, like, tearing into it and, like taking huge bites out of it. <laughs> and then she'll she'll stop and look around with her mouth half full and be like, you, got, you, got, you can have some of this if you want. I'm like, I won't eat the whole thing. <laughs> like, around the table, you see a stunned silence from a lot of people, and just Esmeralda goes, I could not think of anything I want less than that, actually. Okay, sweet. And she'll just <laughs> keep eating. Uh, is why he, like, sits down at the table, kind of saying that he's interrupted. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'd probably jump up and give him a hug there. Is why he kind of looks a bit taken aback and gives, like, you know those, like, awkward dude hugs that are from... <laughs> well, I don't want to have an awkward dude hug. God damn it. Oh, no, no. You're giving a very good hug, but it's got that, like, <laughs> he's got that kind of, I don't know how to do hugs on people that good. Especially that aren't Irina. I think that the only hugs he's ever really gotten are from Irina. <laughs> I mean, Irina carries whatever hugs she's involved with. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rictavia kind of sits down. Well, uh, it sounds like you could use a rest. Uh, we'll forgo any uh, planning that we were uh, planning to plan. <laughs> Irina goes, yeah, we've been working really hard. Esmeralda's like, all right, well, we're trying to do it. It's been taking a long fucking time because of some people. Rotiva's like, look, I, honestly, not the point right now. You rest up. But uh, after that, I think it's time that we get our shit together and take down that fucker Strad. So, sorry, you and Irina are sitting on the third floor of this big old tower that you're in, and Irina's kind of, she's been going through some of the boxes up there, and is just like drawing things out, and if there's cloths and things in there, she's folding them up, and if there's anything of interest, then she's putting it to one side and kind of categorizing and sorting everything that's up there, uh, sitting on one of the boxes and swinging her little feeties as per usual. Mm. Uh, and she goes, it's nice 
nice to talk to someone again. I've been very quiet the past day. Rictavia says I give her a headache. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't understand how you could give anyone a headache, Irina. And I'm also dangling my little feeties (laughs) over as well. I'm like, I don't know. I've I've missed you. I'm sorry that we were gone for a lot longer than we were supposed to be. But, you know, the fighting things usually last a little bit longer. And if I could edit it out, maybe I would. And Although I'm sure it'd be hard to edit. <laughs> <laughs> she, she kicks her feeties and is like, I've not had a fight in a very, very long time. Well, since being with you guys. You guys do a lot of fighties. Yeah, we, we do. But that's not always the most fun part, right? Like, the fun parts are talking to people and exploring. And maybe we won't have as many fights and it'll all be good. I mean, I don't get to do any of the things. I don't really get to do talking or exploring or fighting. So I kind of, I'm okay doing any of the things, to be honest. So you really enjoy fighting, don't you? I guess I like it because I'm good at it. And I also kind of just think it's fun. I did it when I was really little and it was my favoriteest thing to do. And then I did a lot of lessons on it and that was fun. And then I got this job and I liked that. And then the job changed and I didn't get to do as many fighties. So like you never like feel bogged down by any of it. It's It's like when I start baking... Even if I mess up, I still enjoy baking. Is that kind of how it feels like for you? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I don't get to eat the things at the end because that's cannibalism. (laughs) But other than that... (laughs) Sorry, kind of huddles herself more in the sheet and she looks down a little bit. And I think she closes her eyes for a second and she does that Miyazaki thing where she closes her eyes and then she kind (laughs) of looks off (laughs) into the distance and like really cute music starts playing. And she goes, maybe if I was better at fighting, maybe it wouldn't hurt so much. Not like, I mean, of course, in the way that getting hit hurts, but I don't know. I, I, uh, I feel like with every fight that we do, I just keep getting more and more scared. And I can't really shake it off. And it bothers me. Irina puts down the thing that she's working on, and, like, you're, you're a lot closer to the ground than she is, even when you're both sitting on chairs, so I think that she scooches off hers, like, onto the <laughs> ground, so you're more eye to eye. She's just, like, sitting with her legs, like, all skew-whiff on the floor and looking now up at you a little bit. I don't think that you have to like fights, really. I mean, Ismar doesn't like fights at all, and I don't think he's ever really going to. I think that's okay. You don't have to like it. But but doesn't that make you better? Because I, I try to do things, and then I, I second-guess myself, and I feel like if I'm, I'm not hurting myself because of what I'm doing, that I'm going to hurt somebody else, like... In the last battle, I I don't like hurting people, and I didn't do anything, really, and someone... I don't think I did enough. She kind of gives a little nod, and you can see her thinking really hard, like the little crease between her eyebrows, like, deepens. And she goes, I'm not very good at this bit. I'm not really, really good at the making other people feel better about things but I think that's what you do 
is you made me feel a lot better about things, and I wouldn't be here or as, as like, happy if you weren't the way you are. So even if you are not maybe the most helpful in big fights, that's okay. Because, I don't know, I can be helpful in those. And you can be helpful in this part. And I don't think that this bit is less important, you know? If we were all just good at fighting, then I think fighting is all there would be, really. Uh, Sari opens up her sheet a little bit, and I think she slides over onto the floor, and she offers Irina to be in the sheet with her to do a cuddle. <laughs> she cuddles. <laughs> she definitely cuddles in. No. It's a little small, so it, like it's now kind of like over your head just because like it's hiked up onto her shoulder. So you're essentially just under the cover now. You've made a little blanket fort with her. <laughs> um, I lean in a little bit more, and I think Sari kind of cries a little bit, but not like sobby. And while she's like nestled, she goes, well... I think that you're really good at this bit. And I might not be able to be good at both, but but thank you for making me feel like I'm good at something. Irina holds on to you for a good long while and lets you cry as much as you need. And after a second, just... You can kind of see her on the edge of saying something for a little while, but it takes her a moment to, to actually get there. Uh, and takes a deep breath in and goes, I think... I think you're good at the most important thing. Because, I mean, I I might not know a lot, but I think the most important thing is having people around to look out for you. And I think no matter what, you will always be there to look out for people. And because of that, people will be out there to look out for you. Like you? Of course, like me. I like that. Pacho, you find yourself on the uh, the second floor of this tower. This is part of it that's kind of been burst open a little bit. Uh, so there's a little bit of it that you and Ismark have been sitting on, dangling your feet over the edge that are like facing the Great Lake Baratok. Oh, like like there's a there's a hole in the yeah, wall. The wall the wall in it is so like it's a big round tower, but part of the wall is kind of crumbled and blasted away. This is part of that wall that you can just kind of like use as a makeshift chair. Uh, so you are like sitting under the sun a little bit, and the both of you have little fishing rods that have gone into the lake. You are on catch more dinner duty so are we really far away from the lake um it's not it's not too far away like you have to do like a bit of heath on it to to get the i hi alfred i've never fished in my life you get the bob the yeah. bobbity thing <laughs> well what no no because what what i was imagining was like exactly the same as when i'm fishing in minecraft which is like <laughs> You literally, your y-axis, yeah. like your height from the ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally not factored yeah. in at all. You can just like fucking be a thousand up above the yeah. clouds. You just go whoop. And it will just like go it all is the way essentially down. that. Yeah. <laughs> you are essentially Minecraft fishing with Ismark because fuck 
if I know what to do otherwise. It's cool. I'm actually an incredibly powerful enchanter, and I enchanted two fishing rods with very powerful fishing that enchantments. Is fair. Um, but that is the only thing I've ever bothered to enchant, and I, I'm, you know, it's a very, it's a very slow and boring process. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't ever. No, no. <laughs> Apart from for this very important fishing mission. I'm glad someone's finally getting a use out of these fishing rods. I say. <laughs> I literally don't know. How. I think they've got like a glowing purple thing to them. It's like a shing shing shing. I yeah. Everything everything that's enchanted seems to have something like that. By the way, do you do you happen to have any spare lapis lazuli? It's been a while since I've been able to enchant any. Uh, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you 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 and Ismark are doing a fish out the side of the building. It's a bit like later in the day now. After having decided that at least for for now, you guys all deserve a fucking just a little bit to fucking chill out. You kind of gather from him that this has been one of his main duties around here. Like, you, you can see along this little stoop, he's got just a bunch of things set up. Like, he's got, like, a little, like, water cast there. He's doing his... He's got, like, little pillows to sit on that are just, like, cloths and things that he's bundled up. It looks like he spent a lot of time out here fishing, because that's Ismark's mm. thing now. It's so good to see that you're still here for a little bit. Has it been, has it felt like a holiday? Um, <laughs> well, honestly, maybe. I haven't had many holidays. Um, uh, they're usually filled with a lot of stress and guilt and uh, listening to people fighting around you. That sounds exactly like every family holiday that everyone, anyone's ever been on. <laughs> it has been a true holiday around here. <laughs> and you guys have been having less of a holiday, it sounds. It, yeah. I, it, it did not. We did not uh, come out with the um, powerful magic item with the ability to destroy Strahd that I was hoping for. <laughs> well, that sounds heartening. I just don't know. It's tough. I don't, I, I can't, I can't even really see any way out, let alone a way out that will take, <laughs> take even a reasonable amount of time. No, I know. I know it all too well. Kind of also, you know, he <laughs> like gestures around with his free hand, kind of just here. Yeah. I'm sorry you didn't, yeah, I'm sorry we persuaded you not to go back. <laughs> no, it's, I guess, uh, I don't really like the look of the end that happens if I do go back there. Though I don't know what this end is. It looks a little more appealing, I guess. What do you mean? The the end? You see Ismark stiffen up a little bit before, and he, he doesn't really look at you when he's speaking. And you can see his absentmindedly like, put the fishing rod aside a little bit and is just letting it bob on its own. And you can see he's doing that thing that he does again where his thumbnail is scratching against his forearm as he speaks. My, um... My role has not changed for a long time here. I am the doting brother of Irina. It's, uh... It's hard for me to think and talk about this place 
<clears throat> as an uh, as an actor here rather than just as someone who lives here it's I'm not supposed to and it um, it feels like there's a thousand bees inside of me every time that I try to so I'm going to get through this and hopefully the bees will leave me alone for a little while so I can explain because now there's not people screaming at me anytime that I try at least I Irina is supposed to end up with Strahd. That's what's going to happen if you fail. And that would be unacceptable to me if not for their plan. Their plan being that I, whether again acting or, you know, might just happen, I'd go insane and lead my town to work under the sway of Strahd. That's what I do, if this fails. And I guess I am telling you this because I would love you to succeed. And that makes the bees very angry, but I would, I'd like that because then I get to see Irina as she is now and not as they will make her if it fails. But if this fails, I am going to still go along with their plan because that's the only way that Irina lives and I live and I get to see her. And that's at the end of the day, the only thing I really care about. I understand that. That's, I hear you. And there was nothing wrong with making that decision, you, you know. And I appreciate that we can help you in some way. It's, yeah. It's hard to always be looking out for people. And you've said before, you seem to you seem to care a lot about the other people in back home. He shrugs and he's like, a lot of them are in the same position as I am. Where here because we didn't have a lot of other options and now that we are here we have even fewer so anything I can do to make their lives better and tolerable I'll do that well I can respect that uh, we'll do everything we can of course of course it is I don't know it's hard for me to say anything reassuring uh, at this point but well, the, the others seem to have some kind of plan that they've been working on. Maybe they've thought up some things that, that we haven't already talked about. I don't know. Ismar gives a kind of rueful laugh. It's like, well, I think most of the time they've been busy arguing. They argue a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can, I, I can imagine. If I were you, I would just be here with the fishing. <laughs> I am mostly here with the fishing. <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> so... What's what's your end goal if this succeeds? Because I honestly don't know what I the fuck will do. But if we get out, I mean, what even fucking yeah, happens then? Let's let's go go wild and crazy and say that that works. <laughs> but like mechanically, how do what like what even happens? Do, like if 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 what we 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 kill Strad, the 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 fog cloud poofs out of existence, and we all wake up in a forest somewhere. Like what? Mechanically, I don't. F- 
fucking know. <laughs> I mean, we'll probably not be there. As far as I'm aware, if you do that, your contract is up and you can head on home. Mine will not be up. I'm, I'm still going to be here. And we can't, well, well, I don't know. That doesn't sit right with me. I don't know. I don't know if we can, like, maybe we could do stuff from the outside. But I, but I have, a, there's other shit I need to get back to out, on the outside, you know. There's, I mean, I've got, I've got my town and I, I've already been stewing there for too long. The, uh, the willow, the willowed weep? Yes. Where we're all from, yeah. Willow weep. It's, it's a beautiful little town. Um. I don't know why I've... I shouldn't have... I, I don't know why I've spent so long there, honestly. I should have been... out looking for... <clears throat> I don't know. I need to get out. And I need to get out as fast as possible because I've wasted... years. He gives a nod. He's like, well, I wish you luck for doing that. Can we silver linings this? Just everything's going to be fine. <laughs> that feels wrong. I don't like this. I don't. I'm not this person. Uh, I can't do this. Oh god. You know what? Um, I, I I put an arm on his shoulders. <laughs> Every everything is going to be fine. He looks like the most awkward. He's such an awkward reboot. I just. <laughs> I look him right in the eyes, <laughs> and I don't let him look away <laughs> until I feel, complete the words. Everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> Imagine that you like smush his cheeks a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, everything's going to be fine." <laughs> he's been having a lot of trouble making eye contact. He's just like darting everywhere, but he says it. It's good enough. Is it good enough? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it is good enough. I, I lightly pat his face until he looks looks at me. Ismark concentrates on you, and you see his okay. eyes are like, oh, you both got those like very like big piercing blue eyes. He looks at you, and you can see like a kind of you don't know if he fully believes what he's saying, but he seems a little stronger than he did before. Mm -hmm. And he swallows and goes, "Everything is going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine." Do I have to say it again? No, no, Everything no. I just, okay, okay, I'm just, okay. I'm just really connecting with you in this moment, okay? <laughs> okay. Can I stop making eye contact with you now? <laughs> yeah, you're okay. I ruffle his hair. <laughs> As he looks away. <laughs> you guys, guys sit back down to fish. He goes, I, I haven't been... Uh, you're you're going to probably have to plan with the rest of them. They, they'll invite me down, but I'm essentially an underwhelming mascot at this point. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't have a lot to say down there, but if you'll uh, take the wisdom of someone whose wisdom probably shouldn't be taken at this point, I think that the most important thing for whatever comes next is that we have to be really fucking careful. Because there are people like me everywhere. There's a lot of cowards, and cowards do stupid things when the things that they care about are threatened. We have to really watch our backs, because no one can really be trusted here. <laughs> 
Well, hail and well met, nerds. Welcome to the middle of the podcast, Brick Chat, with your host and DM, Ismay. Hoping that you're enjoying this good little one-on-one episode. I always enjoy the fuck out of these. You get some good backstory, some good feels, and I cried several times while playing and editing this. Let's jump right on into all the Brick Chat stuff. First off, if you don't know, this is a Crit Chat production. Crit Chat is where we all met. It is a D&D advice slash comedy podcast that we all met on. Uh, it is found anywhere that you find podcasts, and you should definitely go and listen to it. It's a really good rip-roaring time, and we would love to have you join the Crit Chat family. We share all of our social media with Crit Chat, so if you want to find us over here at Half Damage, then you can find us over on facebook.com forward slash Crit Chat, all one word, or on twitter.com forward slash Crit underscore chat, and give a little Half Damage hashtag if you want to reach us directly. You can find the Discord down in the description of wherever you're listening to this. And if you go over to all these places, then it would be really cool if you shared it around. All the new episodes come out on these platforms, and if you give them a share when they do, it really helps us out. It lets other people know that we're here, and our family grows bigger. We love ourselves a big family. If Half Damage teaches you everything, it's invite as many people into your weird little family as possible. So be like, sorry, watch us say. She's the main one that does this if we're being real with ourselves. Be a sorry, watch us say, and invite other people into this big, weird family. Those are the ways that you could help us out in a word of mouth way. But if you want to help us out in a money's way, then you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash crit chat, all one word. And if you do that, then you get some really cool rewards. One of the coolest being that you can join in a game that Alfred runs and that a bunch of the crit chatters go in, including all of your half damage favorites. You also get some really cool behind-the-scenes content. There's a lot of things from Half Damage because there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that we can't put in. You get funny stories and anecdotes and you just see us being friends, which honestly, it's just really lovely. <laughs> so go over to patreon.com forward slash critchat if you want to help us out. You can do as little as a dollar a month and you get all those rewards that I mentioned. If you do at higher reward levels, then you get more rewards. Uh, but any level really helps us out. Thank you so much in advance. Now you have to do it. If you would like to be a bit more part of the show, which I I very much recommend you doing, you can send the cast of Half Damage fan mail. You get to send it in game, so you send it to Sari, or Fang, or Poncho, or Camilla, whichever one. Or you can send it to all of them at once, and pretend that you are a person in the world watching the Curse of Strahd show, which helps flesh out the world a little bit and gets a little bit of you in the game. Every time that we've done this before, it has been our absolute favorite thing, and so yeah, just go ahead and do that. You can all send it to any of the NPCs, I don't really give a fuck. But yeah, if you want to send that, you go over to critchatpodcast at gmail.com and send us in your fan mail, babies, and we'll read it out on the show. The characters will read it out in character, and it will be a great time. I'll let you get back to the episode now and feel all those good feels, and I'll talk to you later, nerds. Fang, you're lying down in the bed on the top of the tower, and you kind of hear the mechanism working so that the the makeshift elevator thing, powered by golems, is coming to the top, and you see Esmeralda rising up, and as soon as she gets there, you hear the sound of a dagger flinging across the room and, like, sticking into one of the walls, and just a vague, angry Scottish muttering going... I can't take it any fucking more. She's a fucking nightmare. Do you know that she's a fucking nightmare? Fang just sort of rolls over like half awake like, what? What? Oh my god. I'm sorry. I know you're sleeping and everything, but I can't. I can't anymore with 
fucking Nectavia. She's on my absolute nuts, man. I can't wait anymore. If it's all right with you, I'm just going to chill out in here. Did you say she's on your nuts? She's on my actual nuts, mate. I'm unfamiliar she's- with that phrase. Don't repeat it. I don't know how parental all the other people are in here. If you repeat it and they got on my nuts about it. I'm pretty sure if I swear too much around sorry, she's going to try to, you know, wash my mouth out with soap. So like, yeah, you don't have to tell me twice. (laughs) She like, in almost an instant, she's like right next to you and leans right down into your face and goes, do you actually have soap? If you've got soap, you have to tell me right now. Holy shit, you have really intense energy. Alright, if that's not blindingly obvious by now, I don't know what is. Like, has a lot gone over your head? Do you know we're in a place called Barovia? Do you know there's fucking vampires out there? No, I'm aware of that. It's Captain Obvious Day around here. It just, you've, like, you've never been, like, right up in my face about it. it. I just, I would love an actual, but you know what's common? Just, like, sitting in a bath of your own filth, but we, like, some nice scented soaps around you. Fang just kind of gestures at her face and attire <laughs> and goes, do I look like someone who has soap? She sits down like heavily on the end of the bed and like you nearly go flying with the force of it. And she's like, <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah, I was sketching on a carriage like two days ago. I'm look, still mu- mostly mud. I don't know what sketching is. And if it's like something sexual, I really don't want to know about it. I'm a minor. I know, which is why I don't want to know about it. <laughs> well, it's none of my business. I don't even know why you bring know. it up as an option. I'm not doing this with you. It's when you hold on to the back of a carriage no, that's I'm moving not, really I'm fast. Uh, oh, I can't hear you, actually. I've got too much hair in my ears. Can I? You have too much hair in your ears. All the hair in my ears. That's gross. You're gross. You're gross. You're gross. Fang's gonna like punch her in the arm and be like, you're gross. <laughs> like you see her raise a fish like, I kind of hit you back and that's where you've got me. Yeah, I got kid shield going. <laughs> she smiles and like puts her fist down and says for a moment, she's like, so I didn't have any siblings, so I'm bad with other people. Are you right? I mean, I didn't have any siblings either. I, that's not why I'm bad with people. I'm, Is it? No, though. I don't think so. Fang looks down. She's like, wait. Oh, oh my God. Is that why I suck with other people? Neither of us can relate to others very well, can we? What's the common factor there? Um, We both have anger issues. Anger issues. You got in one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but when I get really mad, ghosts come out of the ground. So I can't, you know, I get pretty mad. <laughs> so you were like, steeple her hands in front of her face. She was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's anything I can say about that, but mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like the ghosts of my ancestors, I think. I don't know. They don't really stick around to talk. There's a lot of yelling. All right. So not a great familial situation feels like. <laughs> no, my mom tried to tell me about it once, but she like didn't like to talk about that kind of stuff because she didn't want me to, uh, well... Fang just, again, kind of gestures at herself. I guess end up <laughs> like this. Oh, man. Yeah, you see Esmeralda, again, start to try and say something, and then just not. Which you feel is very hard for her. <laughs> it's not in her nature to shut the fuck up. But she does. And she does it for you. Um, yeah. Fang will just shrug and just, like, fidget with uh, the edge of the bedsheet and just say, I don't know. I'm just trying to... I'm just trying to do something, you know? I did nothing for a while and that sucked. This is at least something. I'm just trying to, I don't know, get out of here. She nods solemnly. There's a, there's a lot of shit that you, 
you can end up doing when you're doing what you can to get out of a situation that you don't want to be in. Some of it are less great. Some of it actually pretty shite. But, uh, are you holding up okay? Feng's hand is, like, clenched into a fist now that she was, like, the, the one she was, like, toying with the bedsheet with. And she's just, like, staring hard at the ground. I'm dealing with it. That's what matters. Ezreal shrugs and goes, Oh, I don't know how to say this. I know from the outside it might not look like I am a well-rounded, content human being because of the fighting and the swearing and the, uh... Hair in your ears. The hair in my ears. Aye, that one as well. Take that into consideration when I say that this is more the route you want to go down because otherwise you'll go down the Rictavia route and she's doing a lot less hot than I am, which is a worry for everyone. I guess I'm saying that I'm a role model, which also doesn't sound great. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to determine your own role model. I can say I'm a role model. Like, I know that I'm coping pretty well. I mean, you just you threw a knife in the wall when you came up here. Then this is a stone tower. I don't know how I... it's stuck in the wall. That was, like, pretty impressive. I'm strong as fuck, mate. Yeah, you gotta show me I how to do that. actual bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I do things like throw things and hit things when I'm all mad and shit, but I'm doing that at inanimate objects that can feel pain, which is a helpful outlet. You know what Rictavia downstairs does? She does fuck nothing when she's angry. And then it all comes out at really inopportune times where she yells at her friends. Or, I don't know, she kills someone that doesn't really deserve it. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is this thing, I get it. I get that you're up here, you don't want to talk to anyone, and you kind of just want to keep it all inside. But if you do that, you fucking explode. And there is no one that can deal with that fallout. You let it out on your terms, or it's going to let itself out all on its own. Uh, I think Fang kind of stands up and starts, like, pacing around at this point. She stops after uh, a minute or so of silence and just stares at Esmeralda and says, uh, This is all stuff that can be dealt with later. We have more important things to do than think about our feelings right now. We're trying to take down a vampire overlord and, like, free a whole bunch of people. There are things that are more important than this. She, like, sits more forward on the bed and, like, she's trying to keep her face quite straight, but you see that there's, like, an edge of a smile creeping in. Honestly, there is literally nothing more important. Fang's just, like, staring at the ground with her hands clenched into fists, and she says, uh, Alright, you want me to, uh, you want me to let it out? You want me to, to talk about my feelings? Like, Esmeralda sits forward and, like, cracks her knuckles <laughs> and, like, I let's go. Alright, well, shit, where do I begin? I don't know, my mom's dead, she got killed by a bunch of werewolves, and they didn't even find the body. My dad's sitting at home alone, I'm the only person who even cares about him anymore, and he thinks I'm dead too. I'm stuck here with a bunch of people who won't even bother trying to rebel against this asshole who's causing this whole thing. And in the meantime, all of my friends are stuck here because of me. All of the people I thought were home, safe, who'd maybe survived, and now they're stuck here. Sorry, I almost died the other day, and she's here because of me. She signed a contract to come save my dumbass because I'm still here. A long time ago, Strahd asked us why we were here, and we didn't know the answer, so he attacked us with gargoyles, but I knew, I knew the answer. I'm the reason we're here. 
I ran off and got scared when the werewolves attacked, and I stumbled into this place. They followed us. They followed me. And I think Fang just, like, sits down on the floor where she is. And I think while that was happening, a bunch of, like, semi-ghosts were swirling up around her. And then they just, like, settle back down. Ezreal gives you a moment as you collapse down onto the ground. As you're looking down at the floor, it's only as she sits down next to you that you are aware that she's even moved. She goes, All right, I know that there's more important things, but first off, the ghosts are fucking sick. I just need to say it. No, honestly, I I really appreciate that. I feel like we don't, nobody really talks about my ghosts and they're really sick. They don't talk about your ghosts. They're fucking No, I feel like they're like, no one really ever brings it up. They're angry and they're there. They just kind of get ignored, but they're like, yeah, whenever I get mad enough, fucking ghosts come out of the ground. It's really cool. This is always what happens. There are people that can fucking just day magic at like the flick of a wrist and people are like, oh, aye, that's fine. And then there's just people that have ghosts around them and they're like, oh, that's not. And it's fucking something you have ghosts around. Whatever. God, anyway, yes. no, more important things. Right. Somebody cool for once. God. <laughs> <laughs> Does it feel even a little better now that you've said it? Not like everything's fine now because you've vocalised it and now all your problems have gone, but does that wee, like, pit in your chest feel less fucking tight? Yeah, I guess I guess it feels a little better. <laughs> Shut up. You call me cool, you can't take that back. <laughs> Working through some stuff, don't make fun of me. <laughs> You're an adult, I'm a kid. <laughs> Honestly, I don't have any fucking answers for you. That's one of the fucking cool things about being an adult. Anyone younger than you thinks that you fucking know what the fuck you're doing? I know shite about shite. I don't know what any of your friends think about this. I don't know if they blame you for for them all being here. I don't think so. That's just the vibe I get off of them because they're not, you know, actively murdering you as you sleep. But the only way that you can find out is by talking to them. And if the answer is aye, they do fucking resent you for it, then you do what you can to make it better. If they don't, well, the feeling probably won't go away because it never just goes away, but it'll at least get a little better. The most important thing that you can do for everyone, and most importantly for yourself, is to take who you are now and grow from it. Because the older you get, the more stuck in your shitey ways you get. The best thing that you can do is make yourself into a person that you don't mind getting stuck as. Camilla, you find yourself on the ground floor of this big tower in what has been designated as the meeting and maps room and war planning and also like <laughs> dinner, dinner having room. Dinner having war room. Yeah. Dinner having war room. Uh, you're there as Rictavia pours over the map. She's vaguely muttering to herself and fussing with her little short white hair, looking at the map, making notes on bits of paper and crossing things out with fervor. Can she do anything without fervor? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't you either. Ask. Probably not. Um, I, I, I'm going to walk in the room. Can, can you do anything without that much fervor? <laughs> uh, what's the point, really? It's just doing the same thing that I'm doing now, except slower, and then you don't get as much done. It's an absolute waste of time. Do things as fast as possible, as efficiently as possible. Makes everything better for everyone. <laughs> I've never met anyone as fast and as efficient as you are. <laughs> This sounds like a very true statement. Thank you for observing. Laughter out of character, please. Um, <laughs> uh, Octavia, that didn't go well. 
What? Oh, the uh, the fights. Yes, uh, that seemed uh, not to go uh, exactly to plan. If indeed a plan was involved, uh, can I can I just talk to you for a second? I just I don't I don't need anyone else to hear this. I just I mean it's not really a secret, but I can, can I can I just can I just talk to you? You see her look up like slightly slightly irritated, but then sees the the look on your face and you can see kind of reluctantly but knowing that it's the right move puts her notes and everything aside and takes one of the makeshift seats around the table camilla definitely doesn't sit down octavia why us why the hell are we here we're not war- well maybe fang's a warrior but we're not warriors this is supposed to be entertaining for people And I don't know how this is entertaining if we can't even do this. So why are we here? Rictavia, you can see her working everything over in her mind. It doesn't take very long. She's a pretty fast on her feet lady. Uh, And goes, would you like an answer that might make you feel better? Or would you like the, the real answer? I don't think we're at a point where I can feel better. And the truth is always preferred. So please... Lay it on me. <laughs> very smart, very good answer. Uh, people are astronomically bored. When you don't live the kind of life that we live, they're bored. It sounds like you had a lovely life back where you came from. Sounds like you were happy there. But I bet you that there are people there that would absolutely love to watch this show. Maybe not ones that like you because, you know, you're in peril, blah, blah, blah. But there will probably be people that would like to watch this because it takes people away from their terrible, boring lives. We don't have the luxury to have a boring life, so we don't really know what it's like to watch this and think, wow, this is cool. I like people in these dangerous situations, though I can kind of sympathize because I'm pretty sure if I wasn't doing everything at every moment at every day, I would be so bored I would scoop out my eyes with a spoon. But this isn't... As much as this is fake, it's real. Sorry almost died. She came so close to dying, I... I was sure I lost her, and I... There are three lives on my hands now, and there were almost four, and one was almost my best friend. I can't keep my friends safe, and I can't get them home. Because if we couldn't fight that, then how are we ever going to get Strahd? I think Rotavia reaches over and, like, asks for you to, like, give her your hand. I reach back. And she, like, bundles it up between her two hands and goes, Okay, I know that we are very different, you and I, but we are also very similar. One being that you ask, like, 500 questions in one short space of questioning. So we're going to go through these one by one. I think there's, like, an awkward little laugh, like, through tears at this point. (laughs) First off... You have uh, very accurately surmised why, well, apart from the whole me being cursed thing, why I don't fucking have any friends anymore. (laughs) Because having friends fucking sucks. Having people you care about goddamn sucks. It puts you at a disadvantage. There's no good tactical way to have friends. It always fucks you up sooner or later. Yes, allies, good. Friends, not so much. Which does, you say this to no one, definitely make you a stronger person than I am because long ago I said fuck that I'm not going to deal with that anymore because it sucks Uh, it makes my heart hurt so the more you are able to do this thing where you give a shit about people 
the more vulnerable you are, but yes, the more strong you are. Moving on, heartfelt moment over. <laughs> Another awkward laugh, definitely. You also might not know this. I, too, feel that gross pit in my stomach anytime I'm inside uh, this fucking tower. And yeah, it's the same, mm-hmm. like, every time you come in here, obviously, like, you feel that lack of godliness mm-hmm. there. Like, you feel like Baldrake cannot see you <laughs> at this moment, mm-hmm. and that's terrifying. Believe it or not, I am too a, a woman of the cloth. I understand the feeling of you have to do something of major importance, and it being for and also somewhat caused by the very thing that gives you uh, power in this world, which sucks and doesn't feel very good. That's an understatement of the century. And last, and most certainly not least, the reason that fight might not have gone wonderfully, but the one against Strad will, and I cannot stress this enough, it is because I am on your side and I am amazing. I'm very good. I'm good at what I do. And I, again, cannot stress this enough. I am going to make you plan. That is what we are doing now. Like, you'll get as much rest as you need, but after the rest, we are going to plan. And the more we plan, the better it will be. Everything seems hopeless and terrible that you cannot control it, but we are going to control as fucking much as we are able to. Okay. Camilla turns around and starts walking back towards the door. And then I think she turns back and she goes, there's no other option. We can't just go home. Doesn't sound much like you can. And Strahd said, well, the last time we saw Strahd, he was, uh, he was very drunk. Let's just put it bluntly. He said that he's, essentially, he said he's the easy one and that there was worse than him. What if defeating Strahd isn't the right answer? No. <laughs> You look around and Rictavia is very, very (laughs) deadpan at this moment. Look, one, don't trust anything that man has to say. I don't care if he was drunk or whatever. People will say whatever the fuck they need to say so that we don't come and kill their ass. He might have been telling the truth. Who knows? But the bigger likelihood is that he is trying to save his ass because he knows that we are coming for him and he knows that together we are a threat. And maybe more importantly, that doesn't matter. What matters is our contract, yours and mine, ends when we kill Strad. That is the only way, other than death, that we get out of this. That is the only way you get home, and that is the only way I get back to, I don't know, doing whatever the fuck I want to do. I don't, I don't think Camilla says anything, but I think she's immediately thinking back to Strahd, saying multiple times that he wants to be defeated, and he's ready to be defeated, and ready to be his contract <laughs> to end, to, like, for this all to be over for him, too. That's definitely replaying, as she just looks at Rictavia. Okay. Thank you for being amazing. Thank you. And she just, like, walks out. (laughs) Camilla. Yes? The most important thing that you need to remember is we are going to fight and we are going to win. The second you stop thinking that, the second you stop at least trying to make yourself believe that, is the second we are all fucked. We are going to win. We are going to win. Damn fucking straight we are.